Hey guys, William Mayette, creator of Jazz Edge. Welcome to The Confident Improviser. This is podcast episode number 53, and today we're going to be talking about these diatonic chord extensions for improvisation, and this is part one of two of our uh, uh, of this topic. All right, so I think you're really going to enjoy this one. Let me load up the music here and show you what this is all about. All right, so a lot of times here in the left hand, I'm just playing a root three, seven, uh, chord shell. So a lot of times what I'll be using for my improvisation is my chord tones, right? Which is one, three, five, seven, or C, E, G, B natural, right? And I can like kind of play around with this. So if I just want to play my chords down here for right now, just to kind of get a sound going, I'm just going to play them in quarter notes. All I'm doing in the right hand is messing around with those four notes, the C, the E, the G, and the B, right? And I'm just kind of playing around with them and trying to create lines. So what this exercise is showing you is how to start to move the chord up to include your upper structures, right? So this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna start with your C major seventh chord, right? So C, E, G, B natural, put your thumb on the C. Then take your thumb, put it on the E, and then you just keep shifting up notes. So see how we were on C, C major. So now we're going to put our thumb in the E. So we're going to play the E, the G, and the B natural. That's going to be with our thumb, our second finger, and our middle finger. Well, where does our pinky go? Well, our pinky goes up to the ninth. Okay. And then now let's put our thumb on the fifth. So now we have the thumb on G, second finger on B, middle finger on D. Now where does the pinky go? It goes on F, right? Ugh, no, not on F. That's not going to sound good on a major chord, but sharp 11 is going to sound good. Now, if I wanted to, I could even go one step further and go B, D, F sharp, A as well. I could go all the way up to there. I did not do that in this exercise, okay? I did not do it in this exercise because I wanted to keep it just within these three measures, all right? But you could, if you wanted to, go all the way up there as well. Now, why D, F sharp, and A, Willie? Why the ninth, the sharp 11th, and the sixth there, all right? Or sharp four, however you want to look at it. So why am I playing those notes? Because those are our available tensions on a major seventh chord. Okay? So that's what we would typically utilize on that major seventh chord. We're not going to use natural four. We're not going to use flat 13. Okay, those notes are not going to sound. Those, those notes are not going to sound good. The 13th and then the sharp 11, those are going to sound better. And if you really want to know why they, they physically, like auditorily, you know, is that even a word? Auditorily? <laughs> like if, if they work, like why do they work sound wise? because of the Pythagorean theorem, the overtone series, and all of that. And you could take a whole deep dive into the science behind all of that. All right, but anyway, this is where we're gonna start with. Okay, and the fingering is one, two, three, five, one, two, three, five, one, two, three, five. Even up on the F sharp, you're gonna have to move your hands a little bit deeper in the key bed. And then coming down, five, three, two, one, five, three, two, one, five, three, two, one. Okay, 
right? So now let's move on. Diatonically, what's the next chord? D minor, right? This is how cool this one sounds. It really sounds great, this technique on the minor chords, okay? Now on the minor chord, and I'm gonna show you another reason why I don't go up to the last uh, upper structure. Uh, it really uh, shines uh, on the D minor here, on the minor chord. So, so on this D minor, I'm playing D, F, A, C. Okay, then if I move up, put the thumb on F, now I have F, A, C, E. Then move up, put the thumb on A, now I have A, C, E, G. I could move up again and play C, E, G, B natural. But a lot of times that B natural might not sound all that great. So on those minor chords, eh, I just go that up to there, up to the 11th. So slower. Okay, now let's move on to E minor. Same concept. Feel free to change around the fingering. You might find that maybe you want to get uh, your fourth finger on the F sharp. And maybe you want to try going up to that 13th or 6th there. Yeah, if you want to do that, mess around with that as well. This exercise is just designed to be a springboard, to get you thinking about these upper structures and what you can do with them. You should never look at any of these exercises as being like, oh, this is it, this is all I can play, right? Because it's not. Oh, by the way, the other thing too is I, had, I was writing these out before to, um, uh, um, uh, I don't know why that's not, well, anyway. I was writing these out uh, in the left hand to uh, tie out, right? The left hand was, all tying out. I got rid of that because quite frankly, it just looked super messy to me. So it, the way it's written, it's written like this. So you could play the F chord three times like that or just hold it out. Or a comp it. Right, so you can play whatever rhythm you want in the left hand. All right, so on the F major, see how we come up to the B natural, that's sharp 11. Sharp 11, remember, on major 7th chords, 9, sharp 11, sound great. On the minor chords, 9 and regular 11 sound great, okay? All right, so these are your first four. That's all that we're going to do is just these first four, okay? Uh, and like I said, if you want to grab the music for this, you can get the music just by going back to uh, jazzedge.com. You see that uh, Jazz Edge members get access to all of the music and they can download all of the resources as well. All right, so let me go through and let me play this for you. Okay, and let me put this up. We're just going to play it. If you want, you could put on a beat. This is just like a regular rock beat on, uh, on the drums, okay? Uh, what I'll do is I'm going to put on my podcast episode number 52, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to get rid of the bass. I'm going to just pull out the bass, and I'm just going to play along with just the drums itself. I'm not going to bother to show it on the screen because I don't want these chords up here to confuse you because I'm not playing these chords. I'm literally just using this for the drum beats. So here we go.
All right, so I didn't mean it to be a rock beat, but I figured I'd just go with it, uh, uh, you know, since we're playing it. You could do this over any beat, right? So you could do it over a rock beat. Notice when I did it over a rock beat, I shifted from playing swing eighth notes to playing straight eighth notes. You'll hear that when I first started to play it, I was doing but then I switch right to straight eighth notes, okay? When playing uh, rock, funk, that, those types of uh, styles, Latin, those are all going to be straight eighth. Now I'm going to move on to my medium swing here, okay? And I'm going to swing it. change right now. I only have it on three repeats. I could put it on extra repeats and play it longer. Okay. Now let's go through it again. And this time I want you to hear it. What happens like if we do this at like 140? So, did a few different things there. First of all, playing it faster. Second of all, playing exactly the exercise as written uh, to start. But then do you notice that the third thing I started to do is I started to play around with this idea and then start to bring it into my improvisation. So if I just take just the C major first, for instance, when I start to play this, I already know I've practiced this, so I know I could kind of come up to this upper structure, that upper structure, that upper structure, right? So then I could start to I could start to create these lines that are very, very interesting. Okay? Now you might say, okay, well, you know, where am I gonna actually utilize that kind of a line? All right. So then what I'm gonna do is I uh, we've done uh, Green Dolphin Street as part of Standards by the Dozen. Okay, so let me put that iReal Pro track up there. Okay. So now this has C major seven for two measures. bass back on. And then the left hand, all I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep the left hand uh, real simple, just with a root 3-7 chord shell for right now. Okay, so let's not worry about the voicings in the left hand. Let's really focus on the right hand. Here we go. So now what can I do? All right, so I could do that for those, for those two uh, uh, chords, right? So I could play like a C major scale and like a C natural minor scale. All right, sure, nothing wrong with that. But what if I want something that's maybe a little bit more angular, a little bit more interesting, all right? Take a listen to this. 
So there, now I'm starting to bring in these upper structures. Let me slow it down so it'll be a little bit easier for you to, to kind of see it and hear it. I'll bring it down to 110. So you see how I'm also able to get the, that, that faster stuff there too? Listen to that. Check this out. Right, so that's all coming off of these upper structures. But you see what a cool line I'm able to create there? And I'm just thinking of the upper structures. So like, see how I could do that kind of stuff as well? You get a cool line right there. So here on my C major, I'm starting on G, B, D, and F sharp in the right hand. And when I move to C minor, I play G, B flat, D, and F in my right hand. These again are just right off of those upper structures. Now listen what happens, I, I uh, bump this rhythm up again. Let's go up to 150. from there. But you can see how I could create, like there were four measures right there. I'm able to create four measures of improvisation just utilizing those upper structures, right? So learning these upper structures, really, really cool and really powerful for your applying. All right. So anyway, uh, that's it for today's podcast. Like I said, uh, if you want to grab the sheet music for the lesson, just uh, go ahead back to Jazz Edge. It's available for all Jazz Edge members. And of course, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. If you like the podcast, it really helps uh, uh, to have that uh, review on there. Uh, let other people know what you like about the podcast. Okay. So anyway, that's it. Thanks guys so much for uh, joining me on the podcast and I'll see you in the next episode.